When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Hello again. I'm Don. Welcome to the podcast. It's the Talking Real Money Daily Podcast, and I'm so thrilled to be able to spend a little time with you today. Taking your calls that were called in to 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And you can call those in and leave them on our, our electronic thingy-mabob 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Okay, 855-935-TALK. And we're going to take a couple of those questions, but I want to start with um, a discussion of Certified Financial Planners, CFP. The Certified Financial Planner Board would like you to think of their designation, the CFP Registered Professional, as the gold standard of investing advice. You have to take a test and you have to you know, do uh, all kinds of, uh, you have to have all kinds of industry experience and it's a hard load of coursework. It's about two years of classwork. So it's equivalent to a, an advanced degree. And I do believe that the standards are very high. However, <laughs> they're opposed to conflicts of interest. But as with everything, there's a conflict of interest, right? They get paid big bucks for people to carry that CFP designation and they renew it. And this is how the CFP board makes its money. Now, the CFP board is supposed to be very cautious and very strict about who works for them. But there have been a number of studies done that showed a lot of CFP professionals had a ton of black marks against them. And black marks are supposed to revoke your CFP standing. Well, after catching a lot of flack, the CFP board did background checks into all 87,000 of their certified financial planners, and they found that about 1,240 of them, which is a pretty large percentage, have possible problems that could cause their CFP designation to be revoked. So they're investigating those. And I applaud them for that. Good for you, CFP board. It's about darn time. I mean, that's, you know, that's almost one and a half percent of all the CFPs out there. So it says you were falling down on the job. But, hey, we are all, all uh, guilty occasionally of not doing everything we could at the time. So we'll give them the benefit there. But there's one other thing, and this is actually relatively new. The CFP board for a while... Um, said that you needed to act as a fiduciary, but not all the time. Well, let's look back at the history. Back in 2007, the CFP board required that certified financial planners 
always act as a fiduciary when they were doing financial planning. That was all. Then you could go and sell people garbage and sell them in uh, investments of all kinds, sell them indexed annuities like a very well-known CFP in the Seattle area does. And it was okay. But recently, they updated their codes and standards. Um, and under their new code and standards, a CFP professional must act in the best interests of their clients at all times when providing any form of financial advice. Now, I got to tell you, folks, that should disqualify any CFP who works for a major brokerage firm, a broker dealer of any kind. So if it's a CFP who works for LPL, a CFP who works for Merrill Lynch, a CFP who works for Edward Jones, a CFP who works for Ameriprise or Voya, or a CFP who sells indexed annuities, all of them, according to the new rule, should lose their CFP designation. Now, I'll believe that when I see it. But you need to be aware of it. If you are working with someone who is a CFP and they work for one of these big brokerage firms, wirehouses, independent brokerage firms, they are both a broker dealer and an investment advisor, then they're in violation of their CFP oath. They're in violation of it. And that, that alone should go to their honesty. That says a lot about how honest or less than honest the person with whom you're dealing is. And by the way, if you have one of those people, you can go to the CFP's website and you can report them. And I would hope that uh, the CFP board would investigate and yank that designation. But we will see what happens. They all have to be, I think it's the, in, I don't know the exact date, so I'm not going to say, but sometime this summer, they all have to supposedly act at all times as a fiduciary. So we'll keep an eye on it. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number, 855-935-8255. Got a couple of calls. We're going to get those out of the way today. And then we'll do some of the questions you sent into TalkingRealMoney.com. Let's go to the phones. Hi. Yes, I'm 57, and I just pulled one of my term life policies, which was due to increase in price in 18 months, over to a whole life policy recommended by my insurance agent. Uh, I, it was, uh, I paid the full cash value up front 60000 which gives me 120000 in coverage um, and paid the 3% return. I did this back in December. Uh, I was listening to your show, and here there might be some troubled waters with insurance companies. But this is a good move um, as it doubles my life insurance for the next 10 years. Uh, and pays a 3% return, which I was planning on keeping it in there for 10 years till I'm 67, and then putting it back into my portfolio. Uh, the 60000 that I gave my insurance company for this whole life policy is about 10% of my total portfolio, which is diversified in uh, stocks, mutual funds, and bonds. Um, so, that's my question. Uh, there is uh, a whole life policy where you pay up front and you have no monthly payments and it doubles your coverage 
and achieve the 3% return, a good, safe investment. Thank you. Yeah, with time, term life does get expensive. Uh, I'm a little older than you, and I had to eventually just stop renewing my term life because it was outrageously expensive. However, is this a good deal or not? The $60,000 lump sum payment for $120,000 in death benefit. I guess if you're planning to die in the next 10 years, do you think there's a decent chance of it? Yeah, it's a good deal. Well, next eight years, maybe. But a couple of questions you need to ask yourself. Do you need life insurance? As you said, this is a small part of your overall portfolio. It's a small part of your overall portfolio. So unless someone needs that money, your other money won't do it. It just won't take care of their needs. Then life insurance is just generally a waste across the board. It's not a very good investment. And by the way, you you asked about the safety. That is not a 3% safe yield like a 3% safe yield in a bank. Because a bank is FDIC insured and insurance isn't. It's backed by the credit of the insurance company and some of them are shaky and three percent that's a tough 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 number to maintain so i would say do you need life if you don't need life put it back in your portfolio if you do need life three eh, percent's okay but it's not 100 safe so just be aware of that thanks for the call 855-935-TALK call it anytime please because we really love answering your questions on both the podcast and on Saturday's show that airs at 3 p.m. Pacific, I mean, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific time, 855-935-TALK. Next call. Yeah, it's going. Um, I own a couple of shares in Royal Caribbean, um, and it was, it hit a high, like, 78, 79 or so, and I was up a good amount of money on it um and it just um recently has been going down i think it's around it's 52 15 right now um and i know carnival has been um going down as well would you think i should hold on to it or sell it or buy more um i don't need the money now um so i could hold on to it um but i was wondering if that would be a smart idea Thank you. Why did you buy Royal Caribbean stock or Royal Caribbean? Is it Cari- Car- Caribbean or Caribbean? I don't know. Why did you buy it? You know why. You bought it to gamble. You bought it hoping for a quick pop didn't happen. What is that called anywhere but in the stock market? See, here we can call it investing. Everywhere else, we'd say you lost your bet. You lost at gambling. Uh, If it's money you don't need, truly don't need, then just give up the pretense and go gamble. You know, when the casinos reopen, wear your mask, go to a casino, sit at the blackjack table or play craps or just play, put quarters in the the poker slots and get some free drinks and some perks while you're at it. Because your broker's not going to give you anything for buying stock. Why gamble with your money at a game you do you don't understand and you can't win because the professionals are good at it and get nothing in return? At least in Vegas or at Muckleshoot or at your favorite little local casino, 
the likelihood is good you're going to get beer or a wine or a nice cocktail and maybe a few snacks for your losses. So really, you're just gambling. You know you're gambling. You do deep down. Stop gambling. Again, the number 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Thanks for listening. Tell friends. Subscribe on your favorite podcast service. And please keep listening. And by the way, if you would like to attend uh, one of our online classes, we have a lot coming up. Uh, just go to TalkingRealMoney.com and click on the, uh, the, the event button and sign up for one of them. They're free and they're really easy and they're online. All right? Thanks so much for being there. Take good care. I'm Don McDonald. Talking Real Money. Realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.